everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Simply Called Podcast. I am here with my friend Tisha. Hey, guys. And today, we're going to be talking about thought life, um, how that's looked in our lives, how it's impacted us, how we've grown from it. Um, and so we're just super excited to do that. So yeah, we're going to go ahead and get right on into it. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining the Simply Called Podcast, where we give practical ways to live like Jesus, approach the world from a godly standpoint, and suggest ways to walk in our calling. Let's get right on into the episode. Okay, everybody. So I was talking with my mother for a little bit, and we thought, you know, I should have a, you know, one question that I ask everybody on the podcast so I can hear like different responses. And so I came up with a question. And so the question for you, Tisha, your first question is what is one word slash words that you would use to describe Jesus to someone or like what is one quality of him that you've been seeing a lot of? Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for me, I mean, I don't just have one best friend, Mm -hmm. like trustworthy. Um, For me, he has always came through he's always been trustworthy um someone that you can believe in and he's reliable Mm -hmm. and his truth is always the truth Mm -hmm. yeah that's so good for me it's been um like comforter Mm -hmm. comforter like holy spirit you know jesus talks about i'm gonna bring you a comforter someone like that because jesus could be there for everybody but for me he's been like there for me and like he reminds me like it's okay like i have you and then psalms 91 it was talking about you know like i'll hide you in the shadow of his wings and he reminds me of that like constantly and so for that it's been like comforter and someone who's faithful and he has the best intentions even when i sometimes want to control them and be like this is my future and so but really and truly like he has me in his hands he knows me you know like his plans are to prosper and like um those kinds of things and so that's something that's been he's been showing me a lot of um so what has the lord been teaching you recently he's been teaching me to just have childlike faith Mm -hmm. um they do see like good in every single thing and um, not to focus on things that we lose in life um, because through the things that we lose, like we gain that in him. Right. And um, like you were saying, like it's, it's nothing that the world can give. It's only what God can provide for us mm-hmm. and um, really to just view everything Um, with a heavenly perspective Mm -hmm. like this is not about me the situation's not about me Um, and recently he's been teaching me just to really surrender like my wills and the things that I want and Mm -hmm. the things that I want to like take control over yeah Um, and just like to re relinquish those to him yeah you know because I know that his plans are for good and Mm -hmm. they're so much better than anything that I could do or um in my own strength so Mm -hmm. just relinquishing the control to him and um you know knowing that he's gonna come through and that his plans are so much better yeah than anything that I could have um tried to control or tried to put together in my own strength yeah so. that's so good that's so true I totally yeah. relate to that I'm a very I like to know the plan I like to know what's going on like what's my next step okay Lord I trust you but like help like, right my mom always talks about it's like jumping off a cliff and like not knowing when you're gonna get caught right, just like it's a like, free fall yes 100 percent 
So, and I think through those times, like what he's teaching me is this is what the Christian life truly looks like because mm. it's not just when everything is going great right. and when you're on the mountaintop that you're serving the Lord, but it's even in the times where it's blind faith, mm-hmm. you know, but you're trusting and, and you know that he's trustworthy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I love that. That's so good. I seen that actually in the past week. I, um, <laughs> this is kind of personal, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> I was in between jobs and so I didn't have like a whole lot in the bank account, you know, because broke college student, that's a real thing. And so mm-hmm. I had just bought a tank of gas and I was praying to God that I would make it two weeks because I didn't get paid until Friday, yeah. the two weeks later. And so literally I made it two weeks, almost to the exact day. God is so good. Yes. <laughs> and I literally was like, there's no way that I'm going to make it through. Yes, Lord. <laughs> like, how am I even going to get through? And, you know, he's just, he is the God of the details. And, like, he takes care of us. And, like, all we he's have to on do. Time. Yes, he is all on the time. time. It's his time. Like, we're so funny in our, like, earth, like you said, the earthly mindset. Right. It's so easy to be stuck because we're surrounded by worldly things, right? right? And so it's easy to think like the world, but he calls us higher. And so I love that so much so good okay so how would you define like thought life to someone or what um, does thought life look like for you I think thought life for me is things that um, I just come into agreement with Mm -hmm. or things that I say to myself um, about myself and um, you know if I'm going through a situation then I really I'm speaking those things over myself Mm -hmm. as if the Lord can't come through for me. Right. You know, and it's just lies from the enemy. Yeah. Yeah. In what ways can you see that show up in your life? Like how have you seen your, your thoughts kind of like guide your life maybe? Um, well through parenting, Mm. um, through, I mean, my marriage, through my relationship with the Lord, Um, I grew up in a really strict, um, just childhood. It was pretty strict and I had loving parents, but it wasn't really, um, it was a lot of rules Mm -hmm. and all of these things that you had to follow. And so I walked with a lot of shame Mm -hmm. throughout that because it wasn't really, relationship with Jesus. It was follow these rules. Yes. Um, and really I was doing it all for the wrong reasons. I was, you know, if you, if you make all of, if you do all of these things, then you can get to heaven Mm. kind of thing. Yeah. And it just really kind of warped my view of who God is. Um, and we don't have to earn his love. We don't have to work for his love, you know? And so, through that, it instilled a lot of fear in me. And so, um, you know, just combating that fear with God's word Mm. is what has helped me so much. Um, but just through that, you know, like we can get in our minds and, um, just speak all kinds of lies to ourselves. And really it comes down to us getting in the word and, um, letting his word read us mm-hmm. on, wherever the the lies are, you yeah. know, that we're choosing to believe. So that's so that's good. How it is I love that me. so much. 
what has been the major changing factor for you getting to a healthier thought life? For me, it's, it's been a lot of things, actually. Um, it has been just choosing to focus my mind on the right things mm-hmm. um, and just making a choice. Um, so our freedom group would always say, like, choices lead, feelings follow, and that's so true. It's been super true in my life. So just renewing my mind daily, and um, for years I thought that I had no control over my thought life. Yeah. You know, just like if I – I just thought that those were just thoughts, you Mm -hmm. know. And so – yeah. And just speaking what I want to see in my life. Like my husband has actually helped me so much with um, just perspective. Mm-hmm. Like he's so optimistic and it just comes natural to him. And um, I love that about him. And so he picks up there and um, but he's really helped me just to see a different perspective and to see um, places really that I, I need to work on. And so I've been open to that. And, um, but for me, we, we can shift our thinking and we can, you know, change our perspective there. And with the Holy Spirit leading us, you know, helping us to mm-hmm. do that as well. Um, also, I would say that just surrounding yourself with life-giving people yes. is so huge. It's been, like, the biggest change for me. So, yeah, that's been really big. I think, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I think, too, with, like, the thought life, you see that in lots of different ways. And that can even be with, like, um, you know, like, lustful thoughts, those kinds of things, too. Yeah. And so, like, if you've been living in that for a little bit and then, you know, the more that you seek the Lord, the less, like, those temptations become, like, super um, attractive and, like, the less that you're thinking about those things. Like, I've experienced that in my own life where it's been, like, less and less to the point where, like, your your thoughts are not consumed by that um, and they're more so consumed by, like, you know, um, let's see, Philippians 4.18 says, if I can find it, I'm on the wrong page. Okay, Philippians 4.18 says, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And then these thoughts will actually guard your mind. This is commentary. This is not Bible, so like break. Um, These kinds of thoughts will actually guard your mind against ungodly desires and help you say no to the devil and temptations and sin. Yeah. And so it is so true. Like we just have to be mindful and that's the devil lying to us. Right. Like saying that we can't control our thoughts and they just come in and out. Right. But I think a lot of that too has to do with what are we opening ourselves up to? You know, like we are sponges. We're going to absorb, we're very consumer driven. And so like we are, whether we think so or not, I've said this before, like by music and like what we're watching, like if you're watching, you know, like porn, like you're going to be thinking those thoughts. And if you are listening to music with lots of bad words, then you're probably going to be thinking bad words, you know? And so it's like, what are you watching? Um, and even like with TV shows, like, are you watching not even like PG 13, like 
even oh, things we know like that. Yeah. Yes. It's really R now. <laughs> no, yes. Not really. But um, like, what are you watching? What kinds of shows are you watching? And even like things, uh, we talked about this in our in our Bible study. It's like even things like Hallmark. Like, is that making you like lust not in a way that's like, you know, like the lust that we think that's like bad, but like even like lusting after your future, right? So it's like, I really wish that I was married. I really wish that I had a baby. Like right. what are you consuming yourself with? And like, and most of that's not even reality. So it's setting right. you up for something in your mind yes. that you think is like, true. This is how it should yes. Work. This is fairy tale, and, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And social media does that too, you know? So it's like, I found myself, you know, at points where you're like comparing your life or seasons of life, right? To mm-hmm. other people, like where they are I at your age, here. right? And so like, if that's how it is, cut it out. You know, like yeah. God gives us free will, like get rid of that junk. Um, Chris Sigwell, one of our friends. Yeah. Um, that's so funny calling him a friend because he's my best friend's dad. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just my oh, be- my I'm mom's best friend that's so funny <laughs> and so um but he always talks about like what are you closing like close the doors close mm-hmm. the windows of our mind Lock you know because yep. we're so um influent like we are, we're so easily influenced and so we just absorb anything we are and yes. like friends like you were saying make such a difference like who are you hanging yourself around because then you're going to be so influenced by them like things that you used to not think were okay are now okay because you know oh you know it's just like one thing one thing at a time and so like you allow those thoughts to come into your brain or even like pastor Les, our pastor was talking mm-hmm. about on sunday like even looking at a woman which is from the bible like you're committing adultery with her yeah. like just looking at her less fully so like w- how are we guarding our mind in that way? Once we do, once we become aware of this and like, it's up to us, you know, like what are we yeah, cutting out? Choice. Yeah. Are we going to fast social media? Are we get, were we, which is funny because fasting is more food than like actual like social media, mm-hmm. but are we cutting mm-hmm. out social media? Are we like getting rid of the shows that we could be convicted about? And what we can do, I think is like pray. Holy Spirit, what's like not commendable? What's not lovely? What's not all those things what's that not pleasing yes, to you? What yeah. is not what aligns me to you and then help me and then I will cut those things out you know and so it's up to us to even a notice that which if you're listening right now you now know you know like you're not yeah you're hold accountable to know that those things are for real and then like how are you running with this information you know like how are you pursuing the Lord within this because that affects how we view God too like some things do absolutely and so yeah I love that prayer from David where he says search my heart Mm. and you know there's anything unclean so good yeah that's something that we can be praying every day too you know it's like we are constantly being sanctified right Mm -hmm. the process Mm -hmm. of sanctification and so we're living through that every day and I think I talked about this before but like it's the the ongoing process basically of being refined renewed and so sometimes that can be hard and like for me I'm an Enneagram three, if anybody cares about that. (laughs) Everybody knows that I do. Um, Yeah. And then Tisha, what are you? I'm a two wing three. Two wing three. So she's a helper. I'm an achiever. Um, Mm -hmm. But with that, and I don't know if it's just like a three thing or if it's just an Audrey thing, but like getting criticism is very hard for me. Mm -hmm. I take it very defensively. And I really, it's something that um, I've also been brought, like it's been brought to me that I do, you know, just asking because I. I'm the type of person who wants to get better. Like I want to be the best version of myself and I'm constantly thinking, how can I be better? But then sometimes that also is like, you know, I'm not doing enough or I'm not being better. You know, like I, it's like unachievable expectations. Mm -hmm. And so I get offended sometimes (laughs) and then because I feel like, and that's pride. It's like we learned about Mm -hmm. that freedom conference. Mm -hmm. It's pride. And so what that is, it's me 
you know, wanting people to think this is not me. Like I would never intentionally hurt your feelings. Like I wouldn't do that. Like don't, I have to start to defend my character because I think that they don't know my character. But most of the time it's with someone who knows my character probably better than I even, you know, realize that. And so I think that that's something that, you know, you know, that's something that I'm being refined on right now is being less defensive when I am criticized because I open it welcomely and then I get butthurt about it, yeah. you know, so it's like, <laughs> please tell me how I can be better. And then I'm going to be butthurt about how I can be better because then I'm thinking, well, don't you see all these other things? And that's like back to what you were saying about earning, mm-hmm. you know, God, mm-hmm. that's how I felt for so long was that I needed to earn the approval of the Lord. I needed to earn the approval of others in order for me to be, you know, like validated, but that's so yeah, not true. Like he, it's a free gift. He loves me. He chose me. My favorite verse is John fifteen fifteen. you know, that he calls us friends, you know, he no longer calls us slaves, but friends. And so I think that that is something that's just so beautiful. And, um, what does my mom always say? Let me think. My mom always says, and it's so true, but it's like none of my business what others think about me. And so I try to constantly like I want to present mm-hmm. something to someone and like make them like me, but that's not the case. Like it's not my business what they think about me. If they don't, don't like mm-hmm. me, then like, that's okay. You know, yeah. like I have a great circle of friends, a great community yeah. who does. And so I don't have to prove myself or make them think a certain thing every time that I like talk to someone or let them know like what I have done because they won't love me anymore, you know? And that's like really real. So like, don't think I messed up or anything. See, this is me right, right now doing exactly <laughs> what I do. <laughs> This is a prime example of being a three. It's like, please don't think I'm crazy. Um, But it's so true. And a lot of people, you know, they don't experience, you know, that where it's like they want people's approval. For me, that's something that's very much so like something that I'm working on and like being content in God's approval of me and what he thinks about me and asking myself when I start to feel those, you know, those ways, asking God, okay, how can I, you know, what do you think about me? We were at a conference like last year. Um, for Delight, which is like our Mm -hmm. college ministry that I'm a part of. Um, And they asked like, you know, let's just take a moment and ask God what he thinks about you and like characteristics. And then sometimes when I'm feeling down, I just like feel Holy Spirit, like, you know, like tell me like you are not what you think, like what the devil's telling you in your thoughts. Like that is Mm -hmm. not who I say you are and you're not all these things that you've labeled yourself with. Right. But it's really and truly like you are loved. You were, you know, all the things the promises of God that he says that I am and like, I'm his child. He's going to protect me. He wants nothing but good things for me. You know, he doesn't, for me, it was like fear, right? Same with you. Yes. Um, but in a way of like, I have this very irrational fear that people that I love are going to die. It's very weird. I probably should go to therapy who even knows. Um, but it's like, I think that God's going to take away someone that I love. Um, and so I have just come to realize, but like, God does not want that for me. Like he does not, um, he doesn't want me to be fearful of those things. Right. And so he can, and even if that does happen, it's not God because all good things come from the Lord That's and right. they're in a better place. My mom, um, you talked about this a little bit earlier in your pod or in this podcast, but, um, she was saying how like when both her parents had passed away. And so, um, she was saying that God filled those places even more than they could have whenever they left. And so like God does that for us. And even when it seems like scary to those things and like a very irrational fear of mine, the Holy spirit has been like, Audrey, this isn't accurate. This is not the character of God. Um, but just reminding myself of those things and like the more that you know the character of the Lord, the more that you know, what's true, right? You the more that you know, um, what the lies are, you know? And so it's like, you won't be able to decipher and God like urges us, you know, like 
read the word of God, memorize it, you know, put it in your hearts is what Mm -hmm. the Bible says. Otherwise, you know, we weren't in the end times, you know, possibly we're not going to know what's true and what's not because we didn't put the word of God in our heart, you know? And I think what you're doing there is renewing your mind. Yeah. You know, when you're having those thoughts, it's, you're taking your thoughts and making them obedient to what Christ has said. Yeah. You know, that's so good. So what advice would you give to past Tisha to help her? And past Tisha can be, um, like three months ago, Tisha, three years ago, Tisha, three, I don't know, months, years, weeks ago, Tisha, (laughs) it can be at any point. Well, I recently just listened to a sermon and it really hit home with me, um, that I am God's treasure and that I don't have to, um, earn God's love or approval, Mm. you know? And, um, just through life, I think without even knowing that I, being aware that I was doing it, that I was viewing God through a lens that I know that he's good and I know that, um, he's faithful. And I think that when we go through trials or things that don't look the way that we want them to really for me, that comes with just expectations, Mm. you know, and thinking of of those types of things, but that it's nothing I've done, you know, Mm -hmm. for different things that have happened that we're walking through right now with our children or, or whatever's happening, you know, that, that I don't have to earn his love or his approval. Like Mm. he loves me. And I know that he has good plans for me. He has good plans for my children and he's going to, and they're to prosper us, you know, to not harm us. And so that's what I would tell her. Um, just to, it it is good to have like a reverence of a fear like for the Lord, but not to be so fearful of him that, um, not, not the type of fear that the world has fears. Yeah. So what advice would you give to someone um, who is struggling with their own thought life, whether that be like negative thoughts on themselves, negative views on the world, or just overall um, lots of intrusive thoughts coming in? I would say to surround themselves with life-giving people, people who care for them and care about their well-being mm-hmm. and love them and um and get get in a small group or you know um join your singles at a church um just get involved and um of course read your word and just study study the truths that God says that you are yeah for me the biggest difference that I've seen is that, you know, like, Holy Spirit's actually been ca- catching those thoughts. Second um, Corinthians 10.5 says, We destroy arguments that every... We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. So, um, I'm going to read a little bit of our commentary because it's just too good to not... It's in my Bible. 
So on the battleground of our minds and the conflict involves bringing in our thoughts and desires into the alignment with character and with Christ's character and purpose. So failing to do so will lead to an ungodly thought. So it's like a little bit we talked about, which in return will lead to impure desires, wicked behavior, and in the end, spiritual death, right? So it all starts with a thought, which is crazy, you know? Um, So be aware that God knows every thought and it that nothing is hidden from him you know once you start to realize you humble yourself to thinking god knows everything that i'm thinking you're going to be very quick to give it to him absolutely um and then be aware that your mind is a battleground which is so true um some thoughts originate uh, originate (laughs) is that right how do you say originate originate um from your own desires imaginations and fantasies and that can be even like not you know crazy things but just like i was talking about like hallmark like wishing for a husband or wishing for babies any of those things um Others can come from worldly influences or directly from evil forces trying to influence your thinking. Whatever the source, un- ungodly thoughts and temptations will resist, oppose, and set themselves up against the knowledge of God. But you do not have to be a slave to your thoughts. You do not have to. You do have control over what you think. We were talking about this. Yes. Um, and then keep in mind that it is not a sin to be tempted. Jesus was tempted himself, but giving in to temptation is a sin, right? So in yes. fact, if you deliberately and foolishly expose yourself to images, situations, and inspire ungodly thoughts and desires, you have already crossed the boundary line and set yourself up for spiritual fa- failure. So to take every thought captive requires doing the battle against your sinful nature as well as Satan's spiritual forces. So that makes me think, you know, the armor of God, the spirit, the um, helmet of salvation. That's also talking about, you know, like guarding our thoughts, you know, yes. taking every thought captive as well. And the belt of truth. Yes. You gotta have it. Standing on it, you know. Um, and then it literally means that when a thought or temptation comes into your mind, you immediately take hold of it before it goes any further in your spirit. So when you consider how to measure up to the standards of purity, decency, and truth established in God's word, this means that you do not dwell on the thought. Do not dwell. Yes. (laughs) I put that. I was like highlighting that. I was like, yeah, that's good. Do not dwell on that thought and let it take hold of your mind. Instead, you take hold of the thought and turn it over to God, submitting it to his um, examination and relying on his strength to resist temptation. It is as if you're saying, God, here it is. Take it. You already dealt with it would dealt with this as you suffered for my sin. I need your help with this issue and I'm submitting my thoughts to you. Then having submitted to thoughts to God and resisting them and rejecting the ungodly thought, you must replace the bad thought with the good. This is the key. This is what I was missing in the past. Um, With thoughts and desires that honor God, Philippians 4, um, 9, and we talked about that, whatever is true, honorable, just, um, pure, lovely, commendable, um, with excellence, worthy of praise. Think about these things. These, these kinds of thoughts will actually guard your mind against ungodly desires and help you say no to the devil's temptation and sin. Focus firmly, firmly focus your mind and your thoughts, desires, and strategies on Christ and eternal things rather than on earthly and temporary things. Remember that the mind controlled by the spirit is characterized by life and peace. Fill your mind with thoughts of God and with his word And with those things that are noble, excellent, and praiseworthy, always be careful what your eyes see and your ears hear. There are doors through which thoughts enter our mind. Refuse to let your eyes or ears be um, instruments for ungodly sensual desires, moral corruption, or arguments in every lofty 
opinion raised against the knowledge of God. Refuse to set any any worthless or evil thing in front of your eyes, whether in the movies, books, magazines, pictures, television programs, or in other areas of your daily life. And All so, the things. So good. <laughs> That's not for me. That's from the Fire Bible. Um, me and Tisha both mm-hmm. have it. It's the best thing in the entire world. If you do not have the Fire Bible and you're looking for a commentary Bible, it's like so good. So good. Obviously, not as good as God's Word, right? Because like God's mm-hmm. Word is like number one. But that commentary makes mm-hmm. it make so much sense. And there's articles within that Bible. We love it so much. Ten out of ten would recommend. <laughs> Those were not so Audrey's good. words. Those were the commentary. Um, but I just think that that was so good. Do you have anything else you want to add, Tisha? I just want to read this little part yeah. in um, our Freedom book. It says, renew your mind with what the word of God says is true. Transformation can take place when we know what the word of God says about our lives. Often our worldviews and our past experiences shape our version of truth. We cannot make the Bible line up with what we think is true, Mm. but we can decide to align our beliefs with the truth of the Bible. In order to do this, we must consume the word. Changing our internal truth will change our external responses. And that's just a whole lot of wows right there. Yes, it's so good. So good. Yeah, I love that. I think what really worked for me was just, you know, praying Holy Spirit. And everybody can pray this prayer. Like, Mm -hmm. really do take every thought captive. And, like, Holy Spirit, show these thoughts to me. And after going through freedom, I was telling Tisha this um, at conference where she was, like, praying for me. And I was like, I've never actually been able to, like, notice when thoughts are, like, untrue. So, like, I was getting embarrassed. Like, if I catch myself getting embarrassed, I'm like, this isn't from the Lord. Like, this is not a feeling that I should be feeling right now. This is from the devil trying to make me feel less than I actually am. And so that was something that was, like, very new for me to be able to catch those things. And then it's like, this is a lie from the devil. This is the devil trying to make me feel less than. This is the devil trying to, like, make me overthink in, like, a situation of, like, a Bible study or those kinds of things, um, what I'm saying. But really and truly, it's, like, God's equipped me with what to say. It's Holy Spirit talking. It's not me. And so... our helper so he's helping you like he's helping you yeah in that time yeah that's so good so that's what I would say pray read your word like pray Holy Spirit you know help me and then read the word of God that's basically these scriptures are saturated and yes it's pointing back to the word of God because we wouldn't know these scriptures without reading them right and so we can't know the character of God, what he says we are, if we do not read the word of God. And that's like, you know, oh, I'm still listening to this podcast, you know, I'm motivated, and then you don't read the word of God. Mm-hmm. But like, text somebody, have an accountability partner, community, so important, reach out to people, go to a local church, you know, get involved, um, if that will help you, you know, read the word of God, because it's right. so important. That's where relationship comes, you know, like how deep is your relationship with God? How much do you really know about him, you know? And believing that what it says is true yeah you know going back to pastor's message you know we can read it but do we really believe Mm. that he can do the things that he says that he does you know do we take it at his word you know and believe it as truth so it's so good. Makes you think of that Cody Carnes song. Take you at your word. I love Cody Carnes. God is good. The album so is good. 10 out of 10. You should totally listen to it. Well, thank you so much for being here, Tisha. Yeah, this is um, so awesome. Thank I'm you. I'm so glad for her being here. Thanks for having me. Um, I hope that y'all enjoyed this podcast. Please feel free to like, subscribe, review. That's how um, Simply Called gets to more people who aren't my friends. And so um, you should totally check us out. Check out Tisha on the gram. Um, do you know your handle? 
your Instagram handle? Tisha Davis. Tisha Davis. Check her out. Um, give her a follow. But yeah, that's all I was going to say. Thank y'all so much for listening. And I hope that y'all have a great week. Yeah.